It's time for Quarantine Cabaret Cocktails with Robert Bannon and Lee Lessig. Hello, Robert. Hello, Lee. Hello, everybody. Week four. Amazing. We're flying by here. I know. It's kind of crazy, huh? Uh, it is. It's insane. Time flies when you're home. <laughs> <laughs> Lee, how are you? How's it going in California? Good. Good. We've had really good weather, so that's nice. Yeah, it, That it, helps. Not here. It's, no? It was 44 degrees the other day. It's raining. Nothing says I want to stay home than it being nasty and cold out. Lee, do you want to know something weird? There's like a following of kids that have been sending me pictures of people's children as they get drunk, uh, spending all day with their kids watching our show. That, that our fa Avery is in New Jersey watching our show. My, my family, the kids, they love the show. Manny, he's wearing a Robert Bannon shirt and watching us right now in North Bergen. Wow. <laughs> you're you're very popular. Uh, what, no, Lee, you're very popular. Very. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a good week? I did. I had a I had a good week of trying to keep optimistic and hopeful through all of this and and keep our sanity. And uh, yeah, it could be a lot worse. Happy to right? be in here. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. How about you? I had a good week until about like, I don't know, noon today when I discovered that there's a huge air conditioning system leak in the attic. And it today it came through the living room ceiling and destroyed everything. Antique rugs, sofa, chairs, wallpaper, everything. That is an, I'm so sorry. That's a that's a great way to spend a Thursday. Ooh. But I'm smiling because I'm enjoying Oprah's favorite rosé of this season called Maison Marcel. Maison Marcel. What happened to Sarah Jessica Parker? Oh, we are done. We are done. This is big news. We are done. She has not even made contact with me. I have promoted her Sauvignon Blanc for a month. Nothing. Bumpkiss, forget it. I'm sure Oprah would get in touch with us. I'm sure Oprah would be flattered. I'm just saying. I my my phone is ready. I, well, I, I'm I'm drinking. I'm I'm out of my my zebra mug. <laughs> that's that's a you know what kidding. you make you make do. You make do. You make changes. And listen, Lee, you gotta, you gotta go with it, you know. And I'm going with it, and. If you know, I've always, I have always been Team Oprah. So. I was going to say, if there's anyone out there that I think shares the same taste in in wine with you, it would be Oprah. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, we have so much to cover today on the show that I just want to jump right in. Um, uh, as you, anybody who was here last week or the week before knows, I started um, a new um, project because it's the 15th anniversary of when I released my duets album, In Good Company, which was one of my most favorite projects ever. I got to record with like every musical hero that I have. And so to celebrate that, uh, and because when we released it, social media didn't exist, um, we're releasing uh, and in reintroducing one track a week. And we're doing it with an interview with the artist. And um, so, and that's every Friday. Last week we um, released Bring Back Romance, which is a song that Anne Hampton Calloway wrote and she sang it with me. And tomorrow we are dropping Blue Guitar, which was written by an incredible singer songwriter, Susan Werner. And so um, you all get to see the interview first because you're here. Yeah. So this is, this is my moment with Susan Werner. Susan Werner. 
highly. Yours is a particularly wonderful journey for me. It meant a lot to me that someone else saw themselves in my lyrics. My writing is more theatrical than it is pop or rock. A torch. It's like torch country. And yeah, that song I like is. that. Yeah. So the song Blue Guitar references a, a painting that's in the Art Institute of Chicago, and it's called Old Man with Guitar from Picasso's Blue Period. And there's reference in the lyrics to, you know, we can't paint that blue guitar again, something about a masterpiece, right? That our relationship was a great moment, but then it's over. And like periods in a painter's life or an artist's life, you know, love can also be a chapter in someone's life. And maybe it's a very intense and wonderful chapter, but maybe things end when they end because you're ready for something else. And the moving on can be challenging. So you have to allow yourself to, to grieve the letting go of the thing that was wonderful, but which is ending. And that's how the song came about. We turned it into a wonderful duet. My first thought was, well, <laughs> right? Because I didn't write it. I wrote it on a record that was, a, you know, Susie Warner's singer-songwriter record. Uh, and then I went and looked at the lyrics and absolutely, absolutely. And the two and the two people can both be feeling like, we got this right while we did. And, you know, thanks for everything. And I'll miss you. In that studio, you came out and we recorded it together out in one mic, which I love. Because it is, you know, a duet at its best is two people not only joining in um, harmony, but in biofeedback. You know, the brain waves are taking on the same shape simultaneously and you can feel each other and because it encourages that kind of chemistry. I am someone that is very lyrically driven and you write very lyrically story-driven songs that to me, they are standards. They feel like standards. We'll see if these are standards, if my songs are standards 100 right. years from now. So let's visit again in 100 years and see if any, <laughs> see if any of my work held up. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this and I'm very grateful uh, to have discovered you and then now 15 years to have developed a wonderful friendship. I'm thrilled that you were a part of it in such a big way. I, I, I was so honored then and I remain honored that, uh, that you chose songs of mine to include on this and that you found duets within these songs. It's just fantastic and, and a great and a great honor to me. Thanks again for doing that. Blue guitar. <laughs> it's now this is becoming the real show is what is Robert going to be eating after the first video? Last week it was popcorn. It, it's dinner time here, Lee. Lee, I already had a taco. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you to my family for the tacos. Lee, I love that I love, song. I love Susan I love Werner. It. I love her voice. I love Susan Werner. You know, first of all, Susan Werner is going to be one of our guests next week. So you'll get to hear a lot more about Susan Werner. But I actually met her because I went to the movies here like in, I don't know, 2000 and no, no, like 1996, I think. And I got there early and there was a Virgin Megastore in the same complex. And so I went in the Virgin Megastore and she was doing an in-store uh, performance to promote her, I think it was her first album called Last of the Good Straight Girls. And she was incredible. I never heard of her, I didn't know who she was. But her voice was just incredible. And I bought the album and went to my movie and, you know, went on my way. And I was obsessed with this album. Like each song and then the entire arc of the album, it reminded me of when I had first heard KD Lang's mm -hmm. Ingenue album. I was, I may have been what they refer to as a stalking fan. <laughs> and and then on my second album in 1990, no, yeah, 1998, I did an album called I Know You By Heart and I recorded one of her songs and I licensed it, you know, in the whole bit. And when, when I finished the album, I sent a copy to her record label at the time. And then I promptly, you know, never heard a word. 
And then in 2004, I got an email from her and we have a mutual friend, it turns out in Chicago. And she had just moved from Philly to Chicago and he gave her the, my album and she emailed me to thank me. Oh my well, goodness. you would have thought that Oprah was at my door with a <laughs> bottle of Maison Marcel. <laughs> I was like, I couldn't believe it. And I asked her if she would be part of this duets project. And she said, yes. And we ended up including two of her songs, Blue Guitar, which I recorded with her. And then um, we closed the album with a song that she wrote called May I Suggest that I had the honor of recording with Michael Feinstein. And it's a beautiful lyric. And um, anyway, so it's a perfect moment to talk about our first guest because Johnny Rogers co-produced and did all of the arrangements. It was the first like major project he and I ever did together back in 2005. And now I spend most of my life on tour with him, which is so fantastic. And, um, uh, and he's our guest. And one of the things that Johnny has done over the, well, I mean, he musical directed and toured with Liza Minnelli and you name it, he's done it. He was on Broadway with her, and uh, but he has a band called the Johnny Rogers Band, and they also did all were they played on my album and whatnot. But they, I can't remember how it happened, but they somehow um, connected with the State Department, and they did like six tours for the State Department, where they went to like you know third world countries and brought music and master classes, and. It's pretty incredible the stories that they have, um, and I'll let Johnny, you know, if he wants to share more about that. But I just want to show a little video clip of a of a song that they uh, that he wrote and that they released called "Bound Together," which I just thought like lyrically was like so perfect for where we are right now. And um, anyway. Look who's here. Your mom's on. Your mom is watching. Oh, of course she is. <laughs> and Michael Landra, who's our guest next week as well. Fantastic. Wow, I love it. I well, love it. We've got a uh, celebrity-filled audience. We do. <laughs> we do indeed. We do indeed. How are you doing there in Waukesha, Wisconsin? Uh, we're doing fine, actually. Everybody's healthy. And uh, what more can you ask for right now? Yeah, and right. um, you know, trying to enjoy this time together, we've been given this great gift of time, and uh, um, you know, trying to make the most of it. And uh, it's great because I have a 19-month-old uh, baby girl named Josephine Joan Jojo, and uh, we've been learning all the instruments. She came out of the room uh, this morning playing the bugle, which <laughs> I I can't do. So. <laughs> She got that from you. She got those musical genes. Uh, I, I can't bugle, but she can. So uh, hopefully she'll teach me a lot more and take care of me when I'm old and poor. <laughs> Which is not happening anytime soon. Oh, oh, no, definitely not. Isn't it already here? <laughs> ah! 
You Johnny. can't say that. <laughs> uh, could you have anything you'd like to share? You know, you toured the world. You did all of this work um, with your band um, and performing in all these countries about music and why music's important at this time, especially while we're all going through something like this. You've been through some, been to some really tough spots and shared music. Do you have anything that you've learned that you could share with everyone about how important it is? Absolutely. I mean, the video that you just were kind enough to share, I actually uh, put together last week. It was my first iMovie project ever, believe it or not. Um, and uh, I wrote that with the drummer of the Johnny Rogers band, Danny Mallon. And uh, we did six tours together as a band. And then I did two additional to uh, Russia and Belarus. And uh, uh, we went to Cambodia and uh, Egypt um, during some rocky times and um, uh, North Africa. Uh, and the one thing that was amazing was that, you know, even though some of the lyrics were in English, um, you know, music seems to be uh, a force that can bring people together and build bridges between people because there's such a commonality. Uh, it goes way beyond language. It goes, you know, far beyond, uh, you know, where we can get sometimes with, with other, other ways of communicating. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I remember um, <laughs> our very first job together, because I met you in Chicago, like in 2000 maybe, or something like that, or earlier, I don't even know. Uh, yeah, I think I was in junior high. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then you went to New York and I remember, oh yeah, I used to um, tour with a, a, a boy band, as it were, called Three Men and a Baby Grand. And you filled in because John Boswell, who created the show and was our musical director, wasn't available. And you filled in, and our first job was a cruise from New York City to Reykjavik, Iceland. I remember it well. Which we we nearly died on. It was very close. It, it was, you know. Oh my God. I've done a lot of cruises and a lot of cruising in my time. Three oceans converged and we were like. Um, it was insane. Gilligan, the skipper too. <laughs> it, was, it was insane. It was All insane. All I remember is a fire hydrant falling off the wall near my head and looking at one of the crew members and saying, what's going on? And then looking at me and saying, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you meant a fire extinguisher. What did I fire, say? You said fire hydrant. Oh, well that would have been something, huh? Then I could have relieved myself before the fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> true. I know you Johnny, because I saw the lies on Broadway show. Oh, fantastic. Part of she's brilliant and amazing. And that yeah. she was gorgeous. I, I, she is, uh, well, I'll tell you, what an education, you know, to get to learn from somebody like that from the best seat yeah. for, for uh, sure. years. So I'm, I'm very blessed and, and grateful. So I'm a huge fan of your debut solo album, Box of Photographs. And I'm so glad because I'm hoping to put it out on a little label you might know about. <laughs> called LML Music, an extended version. <laughs> um, but I was hoping we could get you to perform something since you own the rights to all the songs and we can't get pulled off of YouTube or Facebook for it. Oh, I couldn't possibly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a coincidence. <laughs> all right, this was by oh. request from Lee, so. Okay, I'm going to take us out. All right. You go to town. I got my ear against the track and I can hear that train of The smoke is rising from the stack. I'm going to climb aboard and ride. And when I meet that misty morning mountain there, the sun will rise and I will feel it shine. I spent the weekend earning money for my fare. I'm gonna ride it down the line. Cause I'm coming home, home to never see home. 
back guitar strapped to my back and I can feel my fingers coming. The colors fade from blue to black across the sky so dark and white. But when I'm buried in your golden blossom hair, the sun will rise and I will feel it shine. I may not have much, but I've got love enough to share. And I'm coming back to make you mine. Cause I'm coming home, home to Mendocino. This old guitar and I are following a star. Coming home, home to Mendocino. Mendocino's where you are. I've wandered far, far, far too long. I thought I'd find a love more true. But now I know that I was wrong. And now I know what I should do. I'm coming home to you, coming home, home to Mendocino. This old guitar and I are following a star. Coming home, home to Mendocino. Mendocino's where you are. Hey! <laughs> yes! Thank you. Oh, so yeah. good. Can you sing? So and play, good. Can you sing and play that piano? My goodness! Well, thank you. My goodness! <laughs> so well, good. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, we're so glad you're here, and who knows when I'm going to see you again? I literally I see this. I see you every month. You know, and it's. I know. I'm having withdrawal symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of left. We were on tour when this happened, and we kind of left in a hurry, in a scurry. We sure did. We otherwise we'd still be living together in Florida, like we'd be like the Golden Girls. <laughs> yeah, and we've stayed in that hotel. There's yes. a hotel in Naples, Florida that we stay that they put us up in. Trust me, we do not choose it, and it literally is like you're on the set of the Golden Girls. There is so much rattan. You literally have to take Benadryl, or you'll break out in hives. <laughs> Perfect to me. <laughs> well, but thank you for being a friend. Yeah, right. Ah, very, very well done, Johnny. Johnny, thank I you. I love you. I, I hope to see you too. soon. You want to see somebody cute? Yes. Very cute. So cute. But just waking up. So this is JoJo. JoJo. I got a wave. Oh, hi, JoJo. Back at you. Yeah. Did you hear Daddy so making a lot of noise? Was Daddy making a lot of noise and waking you up? I love you. A couple years, she'll be jamming on that keyboard and playing the bugle. Oh, you she know it. I had to lift it about five feet because I had it at JoJo level. <laughs> Just for you guys, we lifted the, the height. Can you say bye bye? Bye. Bye. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Johnny, so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, we'll see you soon. Okay, be right. well. Bye-bye. How, How fun. It's beautiful. So fun, right? A blast. So yesterday, you know, I have a lot of time on my hands, and I sometimes get, like, sucked into social media black holes. And I was, like, like on Instagram more than I – should have been, I guess. And our friend Jessica Vosk, who was our first guest on our little show, um, posted this video um, that I I think I watched it like 87 times. I agree. We didn't even know we saw it. We didn't know. And then I texted you and I was like, have you seen this? And okay, first I'm going to play the video, okay? I'm going to play the video. I became a singer because I could never get work as an actress. You know, people were saying to me, how come you hold the, the note so long? And I said, 
because I want to. <laughs> when did you first realize you had the voice? Oh, well, when I was five years old. All I know is during that lesson, I went, look, I want to go like this, you know, and that was the E flat. I said, goodbye. Wow. I sang the E flat, didn't need him. Is it hard to maintain your voice? You know, I don't worry about it. I, I don't, I don't take special care of it. I, I never vocalize. Now, before I'm going to make an album, I tried to do it, but it's so boring. You don't sit so, at the piano and just sort of no. build out some songs? No. I never sing in the shower either. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tyler Jones, Barbara Streisand, right over your shoulder. Oh, oh there know, we go. I know it's not kosher for guests to bring guests, but uh, she follows me everywhere. <laughs> I am so sure. That is... That is brilliant. Thanks for having me. I haven't been invited to anything for two months. Well, oh, no. No, <laughs> welcome. Tyler, where did you come up with this idea to do your best Streisand impersonation? <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I think the first time that it happened, actually, I had just finished a contract. I also act and sing sometimes. And uh, my voice was, like, shot for a week. So I was on voice rest. And I was like, well... I could lip sync. And I found this interview with the most ridiculous th words that have ever come out of Barbara's mouth. <laughs> and, uh, you know, the, gr the great part of having access to all of these old things is you can bastardize all of the story and turn it into whatever you want it to be. So, uh, thanks, honey. <laughs> it's hysterical. It's just Thank hysterical. You. And it's so fresh and, you know, I don't know. It just so made- Thank you. I all I can take away from it is the fact that I, I truly love her so much. I hope that just <laughs> that, that uh, reads. <laughs> wow. Well, then I, I don't know how many people watched the, the Sondheim 90th birthday <laughs> event. And so you evidently have another alter ego. I don't know if this is the first time we've seen her. I don't know. I literally just met you yesterday. I First stalked time. him on Instagram and I'm like, do you want to be on my show? <laughs> and that's the obviously, that's obviously. Essentially the last time, you know, yeah. we tried it. We tried I mean, it. It's kind of fun. <laughs> we created a character called Linthia Lunt. And here's a little bit of Linthia. How do I know if it's working? I don't think it's, it's not working. Oh, yes it is, you idiot. Hello, America and others. <laughs> yes, it is me, Linthia Lunt, coming to you from my town home, right in the heart of the Upper East Side of Toledo. I've gotten several emails, uh, twat messages, and even a carrier pigeon from my old gal pal, Shelley Duvall, all asking me the same thing. Where was I during last night's Stephen Sondheim anniversary, hmm? Where's Lunt? Uh, it's a very funny story, you see. I was intended to be a special guest uh, on the star lineup of Celebritaires. I was going through my book of songs with my live-in penis. P penis? Penis? Accompaniment? 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 Well, he tickles those ivories. But then I realized I didn't have the Zoom password, so... I rang up Bernie Peep and I said, Nadette, I'm running late, but I'm ready to Zoom. And uh, she hung up on me. I never did get that Zoom password. Anywho, there's no bad blood in, in the business of show. <laughs> and this is all about Steve. Fear not, Stevie. Dolly will never go away again. I first met Steve Sondheim when I was the original witch in the original production of Into the Woods at Alhambra Community Players. We were actually doing an illegal production across the town from the La Jolla Playhouse, which was premiering it, and Stephen handed me a cease and desist letter personally. <laughs> I love her. Nadette Peters. Nadette Peters, I don't think you're the first to get that letter. <laughs> actually, but I digress. Wait, wait, what did you say? I didn't hear you didn't catch. I said, I don't think you're the first to get that letter. 
<laughs> but I digress. <laughs> uh, where are you from? Where did you come from? Where are you from? Oh God, uh, McKinney, Texas. Um, wow. Grew up there. I went to school in uh, Ann Arbor in, for college, and then I went uh, straight to New York in 2011, and I've been here bothering everyone ever since. Wow. You're a star. You're funny. Oh, You're so you. funny. You're so sweet. I just, uh, you know, I love these women, so. Here's <laughs> Patty Lapone too. He does Patty Lapone's basement. And I heard Patty Lapone. did she really hear about you? Is this true? She did. She said I was good with an exclamation point. Aw. All I could have ever asked for was that exclamation point. <laughs> she, no, I mean, I was, that kept me alive for the next six months at least. I uh, totally get it. But totally yeah, get it. Truly, it's, I mean, lip syncing, you're as good as the material that you're given. So I find that my biggest problem with keeping Barbara going is that she just says the same three stories <laughs> over and over. And it's like, uh, nobody wants to hear this again. So I was blessed for that uh, voice <laughs> lesson. Wow. Lee is an, Lee's, Lee's a trained actor. Lee went to acting school and I went to acting school and you're, and like the character you bring to it, it's the nuance that makes it so funny. You're like right. so committed. And the choice is, I'm like, yes, choice is. <laughs> You. I find it. I feel like the most fun part is finding what the narrative you're trying to create out of what already exists is the most interesting part of the whole situation. And yes. that be, that being said, after hour like nine of sitting in front of my phone at my windowsill, I'm ready to quit. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a joy. And Thank you. I, I I love your sense of humor and. Let us know when you are releasing anything new, because we would we'll we'll bring you back, and we'd love to share it with everybody. It made my day yesterday. Oh, it just made my day. We went I'm in the rabbit hole. I'm happy to make anybody laugh in these weird, weird times. Weird, crazy, right? Where can people follow you? I'm so, you oh, uh, so I'm on Instagram and uh, Twitter uh, at Tyler Mac Jones. Tyler M A C Jones. Perfect. They're funny. All right. Check it out. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you so much for having me, boys. Thank Stay you. healthy. Stay safe. Be well. Be well. Bye. So funny. So fun, right? So funny. I love it. More in the making. I loved it. <laughs> I love it. So last, I think it was June, maybe June or July. I got a Facebook message from, um, oh look, waiting for the divine cap. Like the fans are out, I'm getting to it. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. And Tyler's Aunt Lizzie loves him, of course. I love Lizzie. Right? <laughs> as, as does all of McKinney, Texas, but I digress. So I got a Facebook message from um, an artist in Sydney, Australia wanting to connect with me and um she does this unbelievable bet midler tribute but she literally recreates a bet midler concert from the 70s with the um the whole band and the, the harlots and yeah. everything i mean and i've never um booked or promoted um an impersonation type sh show it's just nothing that has I've never done it before. So I wasn't so sure about it, but her materials were so incredible that I was like, maybe I'm wrong. And then she and her husband came to LA and she said, you know, can we grab a coffee? And I said, yeah. And it was, I think it was August because it was really hot. And we were messaging back and forth. And I said, well, she said, can I bring my boys with me? And I was like, is that like the band? I, di I didn't know. Well, she has literally the most adorable, sorry, Johnny, the most adorable <laughs> child. He is so cute. And so I was like, well, does he swim? And she was like, he loves to swim. I'm like, well, why don't you just come over, hang out by the pool, we'll drink a lot of rosé. So they came over and I just adored her. She was just, fabulous and so we decided to work together to route a big tour 
for her. And then here we are, <laughs> right? So, um, but it's gonna happen. She's incredibly talented. I'm gonna show you a little sizzle reel of her show because I just think she's fantastic. And then we'll bring her on to chat. How you doing? Welcome to another foul evening with me, the divine. Oh my God. Oh my God. You can't book it if you try. She's so great. Here she is, Catherine Alcorn. Catherine! Good morning, everyone. Look at you. Does anyone still wear a it's yeah. my COVID chic. We're um we're we're toilet training Jack at home now, so it kind of goes hand in hand, you know. <laughs> well, you I didn't see it. I didn't see it, but now I can see. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A you little toilet paper and pearls. <laughs> You look fantastic. Thank you for getting up so early in the morning for us. Oh, I'm I'm so thrilled to be with you guys. Thank you so much for inviting me. This show is like a breath of fresh air. It's it, you've been doing such a great job, and all of your guests have been so amazing. And I have been tuning in every week, and it's just been so much fun. Thank you. People were so excited that you were going to be here. You have such hello, Australia. So many people from Australia were reaching out and saying good morning. I it's love it. I've promoted this thing. Everyone's yeah. watching. Yes. So thank you so much. It's my pleasure. How long have you been singing? Your voice is insane. It is gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> well, like Barbara, um, are you? From at least five years old, but um, but uh, you know I just I had it, and um, I'm not sure anyone else knew that I had it, but I knew I had it, so I just kept on going. But look, I've been singing, I've been singing forever. Um, I've I've started singing in the choirs at school, and then went into you know all of the school musicals, etc. And um, and it's just kind of it's it's been a, a natural evolution. It's like I didn't even have a choice in the matter. It was just something I always did and something I was always going to do. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. And where did the idea for Bet come along? Um, so uh, after high school, I went to university in a little town in uh, New South Wales called Wagga Wagga. Um, and if people out there don't know where Wagga Wagga is, it's just before Gumley Gumley and just after Walla Walla. And that's a true story. So that should clear it up for everyone. These are, these are the, uh, the uh, Australian country town names that, that we know and love down under. So I, I went to university and, um, and then I went overseas travelling for a few years and moved back to uh, Sydney in 2007 and worked in film and television production for a couple of years. And I really wanted to, uh, I, I wanted to create a showcase piece uh, to sort of launch me back into the industry. So um, I went to this fabulous cabaret venue on Oxford Street called Slide Lounge and I was there watching a friend's show. And um, I raced up to, to my friend who'd, who'd written it and I said, this is what I want to do. You know, I, I really, I want a showcase piece. I want to invite every agent in town to come and see me. And he said, well, what kind of a show do you think would, would showcase you and your talents? And I immediately said, Bette Midler, I've always been a massive fan. Um, you know, the fact that she can turn on a dime from, from those comedic moments to those most heartfelt moments that just have you in tears, like with with the John Prine song Hello in there. We all know what I'm talking about, you know, how, you know, she just has that ability to 
to take you on that roller coaster and and you know the the breadth of work in her catalog and her material i mean it's it's rock it's blues it's soul it's musical theater it's everything so you've got that really beautiful um sort of showcase of of what you can do vocally too so it was happening the show got written i invited every agent in town none of them turned up <laughs> I've been there. I get it. None of them turned up, but the general public did, and the first show sold out, and then the second show sold out, and we ended up playing a year's residency in at Sly wow. in 2010, and then from there the show has just... It's, you know, I, 10 years later, I'm, I'm still touring. Last year in 2019, we did a 30-day tour around Australia to performing arts centres. In 2018, we toured to America three times and we did a week at the Sydney Opera House. And it has just been, it's been the show, it's been the gift that keeps on giving and I certainly keep giving it. And, and I just love it. It's been, it's this... The Divine Miss Bet really has just been the gift of my life, you know, and and I hope to be performing this show for, you know, many, many years to come all across America. So when, you know, that'll that'll happen. Yeah, yes, it will. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. So great. So great. Well. And what about your music? Do you, you you sing as your as Catherine as she well? Does. She yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. I've got you know the the Divine Misfit is kind of my my staple show, but I've got a lot of other productions. Um, I've got another stage show based on the life of Christine McVie from Fleetwood Mac mm -hmm. uh, that was commissioned by the Adelaide Cabaret Festival in 2013. And um, and from from the Divine Misfit, I I kind of call the Divine Misfit my marijuana show. It's like my gateway to. <laughs> Um, so, so from there, I've you know I've been able to return to to lots of different theaters and perform as me, and you know there's there's always something new um, brewing as well. Last year, I created a new show with an absolute absolute legend of um, Australian showbiz here in in Sydney called Phil Scott. And we wrote um, a show called 30-something, which is set on New Year's Eve in 1939. And we performed it at the Hayes Theatre in Sydney, which is in King's Cross, an old bohemian sort of suburb of Sydney. And it's set New Year's Eve, 1939. So the audience come in. So many people were dressing up in the, you know, in the style of the 30s. And it's a lifetime countdown from... Um, from 11 p.m. until midnight. Uh, and so then we all celebrate New Year's Eve, um, you know, at, at the, the chime of the clock. And um, what 30-something explored was all of 2019's politics and everything that was going on in the world at that time was freakishly the same as sort of where the city was in the 30s as well. You know, in Sydney, we have lockout laws for, uh, you know, all of our bars close at a certain time. And, and that was that was sort of the um, the same in the 30s as well with the 6, 6 p.m. swill. When, it, when all of the pubs closed down, you know, they just drank a lot earlier so in those days. And um, Sydney have just brought back our tram system around the city and they existed in the 30s as well. So it was really incredible when we were doing the research for the show, just how similar um, it, it actually, it, it begs the question, how far have we really come? So, you know, it was, yeah, so there's lots of, lots of different shows and stuff that I'm performing in, which is just so much fun. Well, well, I, you, you are a joy. You are just a, a ray of sunshine. You are. <laughs> truly. No, truly, you are. And, and oh, thank you. You know, unfortunately, the, you know, the world seems to have stopped right when we were about to launch. That's okay. But we'll be back. That just means more time for more costumes. I'm getting on. Hey, yes. And the people are literally saying, like, they love your version of Wicked Games. Find her CD. She sings amazing pop songs. Like, your fans are here. Catherine, oh. are here. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's time. It's definitely time to make another album. My first album, A Real Character, was a, uh, a compilation of, of tracks from all of the different stage shows that I've done. So maybe now's the time while while we're in lockdown to get to get thinking and planning. Yeah, <laughs> I like that idea. I like yeah. that idea too. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's I good. My breakfast mimosa as well. So I've been I've been having this. Cheers, boys. Cheers.
brunch, <laughs> dinner, it's five o'clock somewhere. That's it. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's like, really it's 10 a.m. here. I'm heading for my steps today after this. After yeah. <laughs> well, it's so good to see you. You look fantastic, by the way. Thank you very much. Thank you. I have fun putting this little this little thing together. And I've got my, I'm not sure if I, I've got my sequins on for you boys this morning. Yes. Wow. Uh, you brought your A game. You got to bring, you brought your A fashionista here. Oh, I know. You know what was so exciting, you guys, was on the first episode you did when you had Amanda McBroom, who obviously wrote The Rose. I was just like, oh, isn't she wonderful? I was Have you not met her? No. You need oh. to hook that up. Okay, I'm going to make that happen tomorrow. Please. <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> well, your version of the song and that arrangement and that, that little sizzle reel is quite fantastic. Oh, thank yeah. you. Thank you. How's everything going in New York? How are you, how are you doing over there, Robert? Um, it, is, it, is, it is a really odd, odd, scary uh, time. I'm happy to see that like numbers are going down. I see that in New Jersey, you know, they're starting, it's the 14th day of the numbers actually going down, which is good. But to see New York City and this tri-state area literally on a standstill and stop and empty um, is very, very, very scary. I know the whole world is yeah. going through something, but to see New York City, um, you know, literally stop is, is quite a quite a, a moment. Uh, and it makes you really stop and think about what's important with people. So. For sure, definitely. I can just imagine, you know, all of the all of the artists and everything over there training and, and getting ready to just come back bigger and better than ever. Would, it's gonna yeah. be an exciting moment. It will all that vocal rest? Are you kidding? Sprouting <laughs> <laughs> for days. <laughs> wow. It's gonna be quite something. I love it. I love it. Well, I cannot thank you enough for getting up early and doing all that and yes. making a hat. Look at I the, everything. I, I mean, woke up the whole oh, the lashes and everything. Lashes. Jeez. Oh. Look. Oh my! I love. Wow. It. That's the way to my heart. That's amazing. I don't even have. I don't even have pants on. <laughs> you said I did. <laughs> I think that makes three of us. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Well, thank you so much for having me, you guys. This has been so much fun. I can't wait yeah. to see your show, Catherine. I can't wait. Yes, I know. I can't wait to perform it for you. Mwah. Mwah. Bye. Bye. Wow. Ooh. What we've had a show. You know, we cannot bring this show in for thirty minutes. No, I know. I just, there's too much to cover. We did 30, then we made it 45, and now we, we're at an hour. Not really, but we're we're gonna end at 45. But um we're gonna turn into Jerry Lewis Telethon. <laughs> Lee's gonna sing You'll Never Walk Alone and I just, I, have the boat board okay. and that's it. <laughs> Where is it? It's my mother. My mother's calling me again. You she know? has to stop calling me during the show. I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer. She's I'm gonna saying, answer. End the show, Hello? right? Hi, Lee's mom. Hi, mom. I'm I'm doing a show right now on the interweb. <laughs> it's Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. Oh, oh, you didn't tune in. Of course. Oh, you busy? It's, it's figures. You know. Oh, you did the dishes. Okay, so let me call you back when we're done because this is bro being broadcast. Okay, bye, moms. You gotta love a good mother. That's the best. They keep you humble. Well, the good news is I thought she was calling me to correct me on something like she did the last two weeks. You could get off already. During the show because she was watching. But tonight she was calling because she was watching because she was doing dishes. Listen, everyone has priorities, Lee. Oh, Robert, you know. There's, we, it's see true. It's true. <laughs> White therapists stay in business. Anyway, <laughs> so... <laughs> We have a big show next week. Yeah, we're going to have Adina on as a guest one of these weeks because my mom is very entertaining. I'm ready. I need anyway, her. you what? I need her. I need to see her in person. I know. I, I know you do because you've, you've heard so much about her. <laughs> so next week, we have Michael Landra, who is the original tenor in Riverdance on Broadway. He's from Wexford, Ireland. He sounds like he's from Texas, but... Anyway, he's gonna come on, the most gorgeous voice you've ever heard, and just 
the sweetest man on the planet. Um, so he's on, Susan Werner is on, which is gonna be great. I know, and then the following week, we're having an Aladdin reunion. We're having the original stars of Broadway's Aladdin, Adam Jacobs and Courtney Reed on, which I'm thrilled about. Love them, they're so great. I know, and then the next week, which is like the 21st of May already, we're doing a Falsettos re Broadway reunion with Eden Espinosa, Nick Adams, and Max von Essen. That just, and then I think the next week is when we get Laura Bell Bundy. She was supposed to be tonight, but um, they were visiting her in-laws and she wasn't sure that of the, that she'd be able to break away and they have a newborn 10 month old. And You talk about so, a, a month of singers, singers. Yeah. Singers. 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 <laughs> you better sing all month here, quarantine cabaret and cocktails. <laughs> so anyway, um, what else can I tell you? We we are having a great time with this show, right? I had so much fun with the show. I've had such a blast. It's something to look forward to every single week. Lee does so much of the technical stuff. Spends so much time uploading all of this uh, and spending hours. Hours. Really, really, I do. Hours. And I, 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 a little known fact about me: I'm a terrible speller. So Lee also doubles as editor in large. But he's like an English teacher. I have a master's in English, but it was online. So it didn't count. It was an online well, I, degree. I'm actually a doctor, but I got, I'm a surgeon, but I got it online. Oh, perfect. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this is a joy. Always. It's, tr it's truly a joy. Um, I have to say, it really is. And um, <laughs> speaking about spelling, last week we started this little virtual tip jar because <laughs> these shows cost money because we have to pay for the broadcasting thing and whatnot. And I don't know about you, but I'm unemployed. Um, so we thought, you know, maybe we could raise the money to pay for it. And, um, and so I created a Venmo account called Quarantine-Cabaret. And then I got a text the next day from a friend of mine back east and said, you know, what is the Venmo account? I can't find it. And that's because in the Venmo account, I spelled it quarantine canernay. Yeah. So anyway, I know <laughs> I have learned to spell. I've redone it. So if you want us to continue, feel free. No pressure, yeah. but we're having a great time. We are. And we're going to be back, well, for the next month anyway. We've got yeah. guests booked, right? We are. We'll be here. So, I love it. Thank you all for joining us. Tyler, Feel Captain, free to Johnny. Johnny Rogers, Tyler Jones, Catherine Alkern, um, and Susan Werner. And next week, Susan Werner and uh, Michael Londra will be here. and. I guess that's that, right? Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Lee, yeah. as always, for having us. Oh, thank you, Robert. Much fun. And everybody good that's fun. out there working, keeping us safe. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Have a great night. Have a good night. Thank you, everybody. It's time for Quarantine Cabaret Cocktails with Robert Bannon and Lee Lessig. <laughs>